This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. This is Gene Hilton from Spirit of Prophecy Ministries, inviting you to join me each week on Saturday at 12 noon to our program, Raising the Standard. I will be raising the standard of biblical interpretation regarding Rosh Hashanah and the Messianic Kingdom to come with a Jewish Messianic perspective. Tune in and allow the spirit of prophecy to touch and change your life. Bugoff Pest Control, a corporate underwriter of WCNO, provides commercial and residential pest prevention. If you're looking to control ants, roaches, fleas, ticks, or rodents, Bugoff is there to help. They are licensed and insured to serve Martin and St. Lucie County. David and Esther Lunder of Bug Off Pest Control may be reached at 343-1177. That's 343-1177. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarbis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. How many know God's ordained some stuff for your life? It's good stuff. Abundant stuff. Blessings. Hmm? Places and opportunities to grow where you didn't even know you needed to grow. Because hmm? you got so many people telling you how wonderful you are, you don't even know where you need help. Uh-oh. Can I, listen, can I just tell you something, ladies and gentlemen? The anointing of God on your life will never make up for your laziness. I'm going to try it again. The anointing of God. I don't care how much talent you have. I don't care how spiritual you think you are. I don't care how much anointing is on your life. It will never make up for your laziness. You'll choke the life of God right out of your life just by sitting on your gift. You say, if I could just get anointed, I'd do some great things. No, 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 no. You've got to do something. You've got to get in faith. Amen? I said you're going to have to do something. And there comes a times when you've got to get up off your blessed assurance and say, I've had enough of sitting where I'm sitting, and I've got to begin to move towards what God called me to move towards. I've got to go towards the promise. I've got to occupy the land that he's given me. Come on now. The truth of the matter is, is many of us are in love with the idea of success. Many of us are in love with the image of success. We just don't want to do what it takes to be successful. We just want everybody to think we're successful. As long as everybody thinks we're successful, we don't care if we're miserable. Isn't that a sickness? The ant prepares in the summer for the days in the winter. How I many you know if you're not willing to do the ridiculous, you'll never see the miraculous? I'm holy and sanctified. I could never stop in the middle of Walmart and put my hand on somebody's head and cast a demon out and pray for healing. Well, why not? Well, what if nothing happens? Well, what if it does? What if they get set free and become the next Billy Graham because you had enough faith to lay hands on them in the middle of Walmart and declare them the healed of the Lord? Mm. 
We say things like this, well, we'll try it. Hmm? And it don't, if it don't work, this is what we're going to do. We always make a contingency plan. We plan for failure, don't we? Well, if it don't work, I guess I'm leaving that church. He done missed it again. We got plans for what we do if it fails, but we ain't got no plans for what we do if it's successful. <laughs> Listen, there's a time in your life where you need to start preparing for stuff that you don't even know that you need right now. So well, I don't need that. Well, get ready for it because you might. It's time to take some faith walks. Amen. You, you might, God might be having you do something that doesn't have anything to do with your present circumstances. How do you think Noah felt building an ark where, where there wasn't no water? I mean, he built a ship where there was no water. In his present circumstances, he looked like a fool. He looked ridiculous. But how do you know he was the one that got saved on the boat? He was the one that experienced the miraculous. Come on, somebody. And see, God will have us do things like that. But we may not understand it, but it's completely in step with the destiny that's over our life because every one of us have been called by God to do some cool stuff. Amen? And we just become this complacent, passive church that just, you know, we ain't even relevant to the world anymore. People just look and go, ah, born againers. <laughs> I don't even know what it means anymore. Because we don't tell them. <laughs> you want to know why the church hasn't been relevant most of the time? At least for the last 20 or 30 years? It's because we spend most of our time in the church being reactionary. We wait till the homosexual agenda rises up in the country, and then we want to take action. But 30 years ago, if we had been out in the street praying for people and giving them the love of Jesus Christ and showing them a better way and doing the job that the church was doing, supposed to be doing, how many know the homosexual agenda wouldn't be a homosexual agenda right now? Come on. It lies at the feet of the church, ladies and gentlemen, not the feet of the government. God called us. We wait till the culture begins to deteriorate, and then we get all upset about it. Oh, this, this, this country is going down on tubes. It's going straight to hell. Well, you're the one that's supposed to be stopping it from going to hell. But we become reactionary. We react to it. Huh? And most of the time, we, what we end up doing is we stand on the outside just throwing rocks into the inside. We don't want to be involved. We want to live in our church bubble, in our church church, and our, do our church thing on Sunday. But if they want to go to hell, let them. I'm on my way to heaven. That's all I care about, me and my wife and my kids and my friends. Mm. I'm glad Jesus didn't have that attitude, ain't you? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, there comes a time when we have to quit looking for a prophet to come alongside us and give us some word about what's going to happen in the future of our lives and recognize that God wants to raise up a prophetic people. God wants to raise up a holy people. God wants to raise up you. You don't need a man of God and some evangelists come and pumping you up five times a year so you can go out and give somebody a Bible. Huh? God has called you. He has anointed you. You are his chosen. You are the called. You are the gifted. God has a plan for your life to impact this world. Mm. Listen, God is looking for a people that are listening to a drumbeat that they can only hear and nobody else can even hear the music yet because they're preparing for something that lies off in the future. They know it's coming. They know it's a new season. Amen? Listen to me. You ought to be unexplainable to the people around you. Really. 
They ought to look at you and go, what's with this guy? What's going on here? There ought to be people that you know, and they don't even know what you're doing with your life, and they're confused by it. What is going on with them? Because they haven't even begun to see what you are seeing or what you are hearing in the Spirit. They don't even understand the voice of God that's being spoken to your life for your own destiny. But how many of you know, if people watch you long enough, they'll understand that you were preparing in the summertime for what was about to come in the wintertime, and they'll catch it in the winter. And they go, look at that. Look there. They knew what was up before anybody knew what was up. What's going on? I mean, one of the things about being God-like is that God is not a reactionist. I mean, God's never been caught by surprise. Nowhere in the Bible do you find out that God just reacted to something. There's nothing that's ever caught God off guard. Amen? In Genesis chapter 3, when Adam took the fruit and Eve gave him the fruit and Adam took a bite of it, heaven didn't panic and go, oh my God, I mean, oh myself, what am I going to do? He done ate the fruit. Oh, I can't believe he did that. I give him this garden. I give him the earth. I give him all this stuff. I mean, heaven didn't fall apart when Adam bit the fruit. Come on now. Heaven didn't look around at the angels and go, what are we going to do? This is going to require a lot of pain on our part. What are we going to do? Huh? I put that man down there and look what he's done. He's made a mess out of everything we've planned. I mean, God wasn't doing that in heaven, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the truth is, is God did something in time that had already been resolved in eternity. Hmm? So that when Adam sinned, the devil thought, well, I got him now. I got him now. I've taken everything that God loves, and I'm going to destroy it now. And God said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Before the foundation of the earth, before I ever formed man, I made a plan of redemption. I bought them. I became the lamb that was slain before I ever founded the earth. God didn't react to anything. He planned for it. I mean, God is looking for people in the church that are not going to react to what's going on around them, but they're going to be a voice in the wilderness proclaiming the truth and preparing for the next season of their life for what God is about to do in this nation in the United States of America. God is looking for a generation of people that will stand up and say no to the wickedness that they see and proclaim the truth of God's word in the face of any adversary. And it's going to take courage and boldness. The time for being a passive Christian has come and gone, ladies and gentlemen. We can't ride that wave anymore. We're not in the wilderness gathering up crumbs and surviving off of manna. God has called us to be possessors, to be occupiers, to go in and take cities, to tear down walls, to run out the giants of our lives. Hmm. You might not have it all together. You might even sound funny when you talk. You might even look a little bit strange. I see some of you here this morning. But you know what? It's because you're living in another dimension. You're living a life of faith. And a lot of people don't understand this life that we live. The world ain't got a clue, baby. That's why we have to tell them. 
That's why we need to talk about the apostolic move that's coming to the church long before the apostolic move ever comes to the church. Amen. That's why we have to talk about empowering people that are in the pews long before empowering people in the pews ever takes place. But how many of you know the word of God says that in the last days I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Sons and daughters, servants and handmaidens will prophesy. God is getting ready to empower the body of Christ like never before. And we better start preparing for it. We better start talking about it, ladies and gentlemen. There's coming a day when God's about to release his anointing on this globe and revival will pour out across this nation and there will be a big turning to Jesus Christ and then there'll be persecution that comes and there'll be a big waxing of cold. And if you don't have your heart right, you're going to get caught up in the process and you're going to miss it. It's coming. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. There's coming a day when God's not just releasing an anointing on leaders of churches, but on thousands of people everywhere. God didn't just call us to go to churches to watch an anointing. But God called us to be the church, to come together with an anointing. Amen. To come together in unity. To exercise what God has called us to do. To have corporate worship. To have the manifested miracles and the manifested presence of God enter into our lives and change us from the inside out. Where we become so in strengthened with the power of God that when demons see us, they don't even think about getting on us. They run the other way. Huh? I mean, really, God has destiny for you that is that powerful. God is bringing us to a day when churches recognize that you can no longer operate on just having church services. That we've got to be out in the street. We've got to be preaching the gospel. We've got to be loving people and hugging people and giving them truth in every dimension of our lives. In the workplace, in the grocery stores. At the toll booth. God wants to empower us as his body to be a light in this dark world like never before. Because how many know, darker the night, brighter the light. And we're living in some very dark times. When you have a Middle Eastern Islamic Muslim president stand up and give a news report that we are on the verge of Armageddon, which is a biblical term. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. We are on the verge of Armageddon. If you've got a Muslim prophesying it, you better watch. This thing is getting close. And we need to wake up and see it. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.
Praise the Lord. This is Archbishop John Wayne Manning, Senior Pastor from the Omega Church International Ministry, located in Oakland Park, Florida, and Port St. Lucie, Florida. We are a non-denominational Christian church for all nations, inviting you and your family to listen to our broadcast held every Saturday at 1.30 p.m. on WCNO, the Good News Station. Share our past together 
most blessed friend nailed to This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look